think about God, he gives you life. You come on the planet and you are so disrespectful of the giver of life that you waste the very life that he gave you. And then a lying damn preacher stands up and tells your mother, uh, don't worry, you see Timmy again in paradise. That's a damn lie, brother. There ain't no paradise for you. When you die, we put your backside in the earth where the, earth, the worms eat your backside up and ain't a damn thing left from you to rise. And don't you never tell that damn line no more. Don't you never tell it no more. You're never going to see your mother again. Never going to see your father, your grandfather. They are dead and they are gone and you will never see them again. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to talk about some concepts. We're going to talk about some phrases um, that we kind of have always heard in our village, especially if you came up in the 70s and 80s, right? Um, there's a phrase in particular I want to discuss, and the name of the phrase, or oh, it goes as follows, I should say, is, uh, quote, these are the last and evil days, unquote, right? That phrase have definitely been heard by almost every single black American in the wilderness of North America in the territory that we call the United States that's over 30, 35, definitely over 40. They heard of that all the time. Every week, if not twice a week, the phrase we are living in the last and evil days is something that's often quoted in our village religious temples, right? Not only that, there was another concept floating around very prevalent at that time in the 70s and 80s. And that was the concept of the rapture, right? And um, what I submit to you, beloved, is that these two concepts one phrase or one concept, I should say. They were like the hidden hand that was a factor and played a part in our development as a village or, I should say, the lack thereof, right? The reason why I say that is because, you know, religion at that time gave our people a crutch not to do their best in skilled trades and or education because our people was constantly being taught the world was going to come to an end these are the last and evil days and then they were taught about the rapture so much so right beloved like check this out you know that my wife uh her godfather he stopped going to school in the eighth grade, right? This is back in the, the late 50s, early 60s. He stopped going to school in the eighth grade because he was taught that um, there wasn't going to be any, any need to go to school. There was no need to go to college. There was no need to, because 
his parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents, they were saying these are the last and evil days. They was religious people. So they thought the world wasn't going to go on that much longer. So there was no need to waste all your time sitting in a classroom somewhere. It was better off for you to just go and get a little bit of education, learn how to read and write, and go start working ASAP. Now, in his defense now, he is a successful person. He's a successful man. He's an entrepreneur. He's good. But everybody that came up with him, not so lucky. So when I say the hidden hand, I'm saying this. One of the most prosperous times in this country, I want to say, was the 80s. If I'm not mistaken, the 80s decade produced more millionaires than probably any other decade up probably up until now because the internet is producing a lot of millionaires too right this technology is as well but i'm talking about real brick and mortar business millionaires at that time i mean you got to think the 80s we're talking about newspaper publishing and printing millionaires uh metal working machinery manufacturing millionaires iron and steel millionaires um there was a boom of household appliances, manufacturing, millionaires. I'm talking about you can get money in the 80s. Um, all the computer and related uh, equipment that goes along with computers, all that manufacturing, millionaires. Radio, TV, and communication equipment manufacturing, millionaires. I'm talking about there was Eden in the 80s. Many of our people was focused on morality because we was taught to look in the sky. I just had a conversation about this like in fact our last conversation I'm like you can't make this kind of stuff up if somebody can take your mind off the planet if they can put your mind as brilliant as you are black and brown people as creative as you are if they can wrap your mind and creativity around something going on in the sky and take your mind off the planet they're going to always dominate you because you're not giving it your all to the planet you're looking in the sky and beloved i submit to you that is a hidden hand that's not the only reason that our people is not where they should be it's a factor though so goes the mind beloved so goes the body so beloved we did this on real black conscious form podcast right so dig this we had a conversation about adam and I'm going to still stand on that, right? The way that I look at the biblical story of Adam and Eve, man, it's a lot of meat on that story. There's a lot that you can learn from that story. If you just look at the Adam, the prototype alone, right? The first man of Eden. Now, we do know, many of us with knowledge of self, there's different concepts about the origin of man. Uh, some teach that Adam was not the first man on the planet. There were other peoples already on the planet. Adam was a made man. In fact, there's some schools of thought that teach Adam was the origin and the beginning of the devil race, the white race, the pale race, right? But for this conversation, we, we're not going to go there. We're not going to do that. We're not going to say that. We're just going to say that Adam... Is the first man of Eden. 
How about that? We just keep it plain and we just say, listen, Adam is the first man to eat it. Right? And we had to look at the background that we can read and see what was Adam's knowledge, wisdom, and understanding and see, you know, if he was dealing with an adversary, an open enemy, what would be the attack on Adam? And if not Adam, Adam's children, right? But first you got to see what was Adam's, the first man of Eden, what was his knowledge base like? So we submitted to you guys on this podcast that, listen, Adam knew the nature of the animals. So much so that he named them, which means he studied them. He watched their moves, their behavior, their characteristics, their likes, their dislikes, etc. Right. And then he said, OK, I'm going to call you a snake. I'm going to call you a gorilla. I'm going to call you a zebra. I'm going to call you a horse. I'm going to call you an alligator. He's naming the animals, showing authority over the animals. Then we also teach on this podcast that Adam knew the land. He knew the grass. He knew the plants. He knew the herbs. He knew the trees. He knew the bushes. He knew the flowers. He had a relationship with the planet. Right? He understood that there was fruit that grew out of the ground. There was fruit that grew off a tree. There was fruit that grew off a vine. Think of the science of that information. You a healer, beloved, if you know that. If if you understand the science of fruit and vegetables and what they can do, you are officially a healer. So I right, let's take it off Adam. Let's let's put it back in our household. Let's talk about Big Mama, right? Let's talk about Big Mama. Let's go back to our generation when we was young. Mama knew the plants. Mama knew the herbs. So much so, beloved, that if I had a um, if I had an upset stomach, right, or I was suffering from anxiety, or I was suffering from diarrhea of some sort, right. If I went to my big mama, she'd give me some uh, some chamomile tea because she understood the science of that plant and the science of that plant, what effect that plant would have on my body. It could if I had this thing of these situations going on, she knew that this chamomile tea would knock that out. If I had an upset stomach. It was a chamomile tea, but if I was stopped up. Big mom would give me some castor oil. Castor oil, as we know, that's nothing but vegetable oil. We all kind of like know that. If I'm dealing or you're dealing, beloved, with a severe case of arthritis, you got some joint pain. Um, Big mama going to give you castor oil for that, too, because she knew the science of that vegetable oil. It acted as an anti-inflammatory. So she just knew this kind of stuff. Now, the mothers of this day, right, because... They're underneath the jurisdiction of the devil and they're following around the tutelage. They have no knowledge of the plants, the herbs, the trees, the bushes, the flowers. They get an upset stomach. They're going to give you some Pepto-Bismol. That's the new, this is how it works these days. We're not judging. We're just saying this is what it is. So when we talked about Adam on this podcast, we talk about somebody that was very knowledgeable of the planet, 
Now, let's bring it back full circle. I just want to drown something in your spirit, beloved. There was a time in my development that I used to see humans in an interesting predicament in life. And I would say, you know, if they just knew God a little bit more, they wouldn't even be in that situation. Right. And that's official. We still stand on that. If he knew or she knew her designer, her maker, her architect, they'd be a little different. Beloved, I'm willing to add on to that today and say, if this person knew their designer and their planet, they won't be in that situation. That's all we're saying on this podcast. We're not attacking nobody's religion. We're just saying if you knew the planet as well as you knew your religion, you wouldn't be in the situation that you're in. I want to give you another example, beloved. How about that? Between my pops, myself, my son, it is safe to say that our open enemy attacked all of our peers in different ways. He attacked my pops generation through heroin. Because heroin at that time, it was a very severe attack on black and brown people, right? My generation, it was different. It was crack cocaine. Every inner city with black and brown people was riddled, destroyed, ruined by cracking cocaine. So much so that it destroyed generations, beloved. Just like from Pop's generation, it destroyed all kind of families, all kind of generations. Because when you got one person in your family dealing with substance abuse, that affect mom, dad, brother, sister, the children, if there are any, nieces and nephews, if there are any, if there are any. And so much so that many of us can all sit around a round table and have a conversation about different family members that suffered from drug abuse, from substance abuse. Which led to other different things, stealing, thievery, rape, sexual assault, because they just, they're not themselves. They're fighting substance, right? Then it comes down to our sons and our nephews' generation where everything is about popping pills. Now, this is the importance of Adam, right? Who knew the knowledge of his planet, his designer and his planet, right? He knew the grass, the plants, the herbs, the trees, the bushes, the flowers, don't you know, beloved, that if somebody is suffering from crack cocaine, if we knew the planet, we could go out and pick a herb or pick a plant and feed that to our people that would counteract what they're going through with that drug. See, but if my pop's generation don't know nothing about plants and herbs, so when the heroin attack is coming from the enemy, we don't have nothing to combat that. Now we're all sitting up praying and we, and that's okay. But we don't know the planet enough to put this particular plant in our life or a particular herb in our life or their life to assist them with coming off that demon of drugs that they was under because we just didn't know. That's the power of knowing your own planet. You can do that. Because there was other cultures, you know what I'm saying? Cocaine ain't nothing new. There was other cultures that was dealing with cocaine epidemic. But the indigenous people of that land knew if they're stuck on this from the coca leaf plant, we're supposed to give them this plant and that'll take the craving and desire for that. They knew their land. So you don't see people strung out in these land masses where the drug come from. It's only outside because they... You, I think you 
I'm trying to go down somewhere, beloved. I want you to walk with me. I want you to see what I'm trying to say. A man that got the knowledge of his designer and his planet is unstoppable. Don't you know, beloved, your open enemy know that? So he's trying to take the knowledge of, of the planet away from you. And ironically, he's going to leave you with enough information that he can sell you the sky daddy. And then the sky residence and everything else, because he's going to take the ground that you're standing on while he got you looking in the sky. Because there's no balance amongst you that you can do both. But you wouldn't be in the predicament that you are in if you knew your land. Because you don't know your land, beloved, the big six is a real thing now. Right? The big six, that's the pesticide and the GMO corporations, BASF, Bayer, Dow Chemical Company, Monsanto. You know what I'm saying? All of these people are popping up. DuPont pushing on fake artificial products to the people. So if you eating corn today, beloved, the corn probably ain't even real. The eggplants ain't real. The pineapples is fake. The potatoes is fake. The salmon is fake. The soybean is fake. The squash is fake. They're making fake. But you don't know your planet. So, okay, beloved, go get you some seeds and make you a garden. But then when you look at who's the biggest or this world's largest seed company, that's Monsanto. They account for almost a quarter of the seeds in the marketplace. But all the seeds they're making is GMO. It's fake. What do you think fake food? Oh, let me say it this way. What do you think giving unnatural product to people in a natural body is going to do to them? What you think it's going to do? But beloved, I get it because somebody been prepping you. Somebody been prepping you that you're just really, you're just a stranger in this land. You know, you're just here temporarily. You know, the real, you're really going to go off in the sky somewhere eventually. You know, you just, you just a stranger just passing through the planet. And this ain't really your home. Your home is really somewhere in the sky. And while they telling you that they're building condos, Beloved, I just left Florida. I was in Florida for a week. And all you see is condos, 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 <laughs> condos, condos popping up. And in that environment around these devils, beloved, there's nobody with the these are the last and evil days phrase in their mind. There's nobody with the a rapture is coming in their mind. And when you come to the most darkest and poorest people in this country the black and brown poor folks in this country that got a religious temple on every corner then you start to see that concept and that phrase it magnifies boy look at these niggas they're acting crazy see the world coming to an end it's almost these are the last and evil days beloved and i'm not mocking nobody's religion beloved i was raised i was raised in the church house i want you to follow me how these concepts and these phrase I'm submitting to you, beloved, that they are magnified to you on purpose to take you out of the race. That's why you have no knowledge of Wall Street. Check it out. I want you to really think about this. Look at our people, right? Fighting for civil rights all through the 60s, right? And you got them, beloved. You can go to the lunch counters. You can go to the schools. 
go to any school you want in the district, out the district, whatever. You can go to the private school. You got the money. You can afford it. You can go. If you can't even afford it. You know, they went in the um in the back room, the devil in the small hat, and they start creating scholarships to get your children that was good at sport. They can win a scholarship to not only the colleges, beloved. Don't you know those scholarships trickle all the way down to the high school level? Well, they'll come pick pooking them up from the hood and take them out in the burb somewhere because they can play ball. Of oh, a scholarship. So now you got the high school scholarships, the college scholarships where you can get your education. You got the Pell Grant that helps some, right? So you everything that a lot of you guys' forefathers through the civil rights struggle, they fought for rights for you to get and you could obtain. So there had to be something else to come amongst you to take you out of that realm of competition with them. And the hidden hand in that for many of our people was religion. That's how come if you look at many of our people in those ages when things were booming, they didn't know nothing about nothing that had anything to do with manufacturing, Wall Street, real estate. How credit worked, they didn't know because it was a big wave at that time of powerful, dynamic religious speakers. And if you look into our communities, beloved, the black and brown community, the black community in particular in America, in the wilderness of North America, in the territory that we call the United States, in it, any inner city that you choose, you will notice that when it comes to our people, we have more churches and mines in our village than grocery stores i want you to think about that concept because i counted them up in detroit i counted them up in detroit but it's not a detroit thing count chicago count mobile birmingham count new orleans count shreveport count bethune rouge or baron rouge as the locals would say count houston Count Atlanta, Count Richmond, Miami, Seattle, Los Angeles, Count them, Count Dallas. Anytime you see black folks, you're going to see, listen to me, beloved, more religious houses, churches and mosques than grocery stores. And you have to ask yourself why. How did it get that way? Now, if all of the churches and mosques are running underneath the same theme of this is the last and evil days, but there's only one group talking about a rapture and the world going to come to an end. And beloved, if you're not familiar with the rapture is this was a concept that was taught heavily back in my day. Not so much today, but back in my day where they would tell you, well, it could be four people in the car two of them going to disappear. It's going to be 300 people on the plane. A hundred of those people can disappear because people was going to disappear into the sky. They was going to rapture up into the sky to be gone forever. And then there was going to be a mass confusion down here with those that just going to be left. So much so that they pushed these concepts through movies. There was films out called The Rapture. There was books out called The Rapture. There was religious newspapers being printed about the rapture. Now, many of you guys can say, well, V, they teach this concept all over the country. And beloved, I will agree with you. The difference is 
we had a religious house on every corner. So that echo chamber is going to be louder amongst us than them. Now, everybody is not pushing to do their best in learning about how different markets work in this country. We don't even know because our focus was on getting our morality together because the world was coming to an end and people was going to be disappearing all over the place so much so that you know at that time beloved it was so real people was uh tailoring their wheels around so what happened if they disappear if i disappear i want y'all to do this this and so it was that real to them beloved there was generations of black folks and this may be foreign to young people but ask anybody over 35 and 40 there was generations of our people that believed that these were the last and evil days and this planet was going to come to an end I'm talking about seriously and tailoring their life around that. No balance now. Tailoring their life around this world was going to come to an end and it can happen any day now. Any day now it can happen. What that did was it took many of us the urge of learning about this country. It's a big gap in the 80s. The 80s and early 90s was a big gap where there was so much going on in this country from, from 1980 all the way up to Clinton in 1996 because Clinton put a heart on everything. This when he started making NAFTA and started selling out the manufacturing. You can be making everything overseas. But so it was a 16 block, a 16 year block window where everybody would start becoming millionaires in this country. And we missed out on it. But I was there. I knew what the verbiage was of that time. I knew what was being played on us psychologically. I couldn't put it together then. But when you look back now, you could put your finger on it. See, our people thought they wasn't even going to be here. They didn't even think, beloved, and you would think this is strange. They thought that they would never see 2023. Because many of our people was thinking the world was going to be over in 2000. See, they thought we forgot about that. We didn't forget about that. I'm talking about everybody from Reverend Porkchop to Reverend Lambchop. Those Hebrews just didn't get here. Beloved, I'm from the big city. They've been here. And many of those guys, if you look at the old tapes, everybody had a 2,000-year prophecy that the world was going to be over. And they're kicking this all on the streets. And it's 2023, and the world is still here. Somebody is purposely putting that the world is going to come to an end to take your mind off the planet. And they are controlling the farming because of that. You don't have no more natural remedies. Every time you get sick, you go to the hospital. But I can remember there was a time, black man and black woman, black folks didn't even get health care insurance at that time. They didn't need it. The job was offering. They said, I don't need it. But they was eating right. We came up in the bicycle generation. We rode our bikes. We had a lot of outdoor activities. We didn't need them. Now, it's almost imperative that you got health care insurance. Now, you don't even take a goddamn job unless they give you insurance because your bodies can't. It ain't going to be able to stand up to what's going on into the world. Not only that, it's not only it's not going to be able to stand up to the diet that you're giving your body these days. McDonald's. White casket. I mean, pardon me. White castles. Burger crap. Pardon me. Burger King. All these processed foods. So when you look at the big six or who is dying off black and brown people is at the time. Heart disease, strokes, diabetes, cancer, 
homicide, of course. And I can make an argument, beloved, that, man, a lot of that, that meat that you're eating, it's a lot of meat eaters up there when it comes to that homicide. But you don't control and make your own meat. You're eating meat that's been shot up and you don't know what them folks put in that meat no more. Beloved, this is where we at. So now on this podcast, we begin to talk to you about Adam. Well, it was different for that man. If he had an open enemy that was going to attack him, attacking Adam is also attacking what he knew. We're talking about the first man of Eden. So if Adam walked up with his designer, obviously he had to converse with his designer and he had to know about his planet. So Adam knew that the earth was 196,940,000 square miles, beloved. He knew that. Just like we know that. Adam had to know the circumference of the planet Earth is 24,896 miles. Adam had to know the diameter of the Earth is 7,926 miles. He had to do the land. He conversed with his designer. He had to know that the land is 57,255,000 square miles. The water of this planet the area of it in totality, beloved, is 139,685,000 square miles, around 96.5% to 97% of the water is salt water, which means we can't even drink it, which leaves us only 3 to 3.5% of the water of this planet is fresh water that we can actually drink. So if Adam being the first man of Eden and we living on a planet behind him, as they say, right? He's the father of the him and Eve is. So if Adam started up a school today, what do you think he'd be teaching? This is a man, beloved. We're talking to Adam that knew his designer, knew the planet, knew the animals, knew the plants, knew the vegetables, knew the fruit. And most importantly, he knew his woman. See, because the woman is the second self of man. And when he impregnated the woman, he knew after 270 days a child is produced. So his open enemy, the enemy of Adam, and the children of Adam, right, with the same open enemy was going to not only attack him and his relationship with his designer, his maker, his architect, but he was going to attack the things that's natural to Adam, which is what, beloved? Adam knew about the planet. The animals, the plants, the vegetables, the fruits, and the water. Now, if Big Mama was right, and we all know Big Mama was right when she said the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and we're talking about relationships oftentimes, well, who's making the most war with the animals and providing you with the improper animals to eat? Who's changed enough the structure of the plants? Who's making all these hybrid plants for you? You got a natural body. You can't take all this artificial food in, beloved. Who's changing the vegetables and putting pesticides all on them and killing the water and contaminating the water and contaminating the fruits? I'm asking, beloved, who is that? Are you doing that or are your people doing that? Can I ask you that? Adam being a, listen, Adam knew the first man of Eden understood the restriction of time. He knew he was finite and his designer is infinite. So the son of God, which is Adam, had to master time, beloved. He knew that on his planet, 
it was only 24 hours in a day. It was seven days in a week. He knew that the earth travels at 1037 and one third miles per hour on her axis rotating around the sun. The earth tilts anywhere from 21 and a half to 24 and a half degrees on her axis. And it's the tilting of the planet which produces what we call seasons. 365 days for a full rotation, four seasons, three of those seasons averaging a little bit over 90 days, with the shortest season being the winter time. Adam had to know his planet, beloved. Just think about the power of a man like that. What do you know, beloved? If that man knew all of that, because that's a man, brother. That's a man, sis. If that man knew all of that and he started a school, the first man of Eden, Adam, started a school called the Sons of God School. What would the curriculum be? What would he be teaching you? Because the folks that we're seeing today that's calling themselves the children of God, the sons of God, man, it's, it's interesting, beloved. We don't know nothing about the animals. We could be underneath their teaching for 20 years and we don't know nothing about no animals. We don't know nothing about no herbs. We don't know about no plants. <laughs> we don't know about no fruits and vegetables. The man said you can pray over anything and eat it. <laughs> Remember Pochop, he got a whole thing. Of, he got that pork steak on his plate. All that good fried chicken. Right? You know what I'm saying? He got those greens that he cooked past the temperature because, you know, you you change the cellular structure of any plant with too much heat. I'd be trying to get my look because check it out because you got some of my people. They love some marijuana, man. They love some weed. You know what I'm saying? They, man, this this herb, brother. This ain't nothing but an herb. I'm like, man, it's no challenge that marijuana is natural and it's from the planet, brother. But you putting fire to it, bro. Don't you know when you put fire to anything, you're changing the cellular structure of that plant, beloved? It's not the same no more. It does come with healing properties. It does. But when you set it on fire, now what? Those collard greens, man, some good greens. But damn, after you put so much fire to the greens, you change the cellular structure to it. Because, beloved, listen, if we're talking about Adam... And I always say that Adam and Eve story, beloved, it's a lot of meat to that story. Adam and Eve, man, you know, I, I didn't see nothing about after their designer put them out of Eden and he sent them on their way. They lost their first estate, right? I didn't see nothing about they took some pots and pans with them and they went out and they had to they build their own thing because he had to learn how to cook some food. And, no, no, no. He didn't have to cook the food. He had thorough knowledge of the plants and the herbs and the fruits and the vegetables. He didn't have no pot and pan, which means that everything that we eat, we're supposed to be cooking everything that we eating. The devil got us on this meat diet and he got us on this. He give you the uh, the full pyramid and every 10 years he come back and he tell you how he got the pyramid wrong. All these dairy products on there and all. Come on, man. Just eating three meals a day. And nobody is silly enough to eat no three meals a day. 
The damn stomach and never get no your stomach and never get no break. The digestive system will never get no break if you keep eating spaced out all times of the day. That don't even make no sense. Our people still drinking cow's milk in 2023, beloved. Cow's milk. When other black and brown people around the planet have been drinking almond milk all this time. But it's somebody. That's purposely trying to take our mind off the planet. And all I'm here saying, beloved, is keep your eye on the ball, man. I ain't talking about the racquetball, the golf ball. I ain't talking about the NBA ball. J-Mo in trouble again. I ain't talking about that ball. I ain't studying that ball. We ain't talking about no baseball. We talking about the planet, beloved. We talking about what's yours. This is the only place that your generations that come behind you listen Listen, listen now. Black man, don't you know the seed of your loins? Think about the term that's being used, the seed of your loins. And then you're also instructed to be fruitful. So when the original man and woman produce children, they are being fruitful. Have you ever asked yourself, why are the children called fruit and not vegetables? You ever thought about that concept before? See, I'm going to tell you something that's very interesting, beloved. You know, there can be a lot of churches and mosques in our village. And you can read the Bible and you can read the Quran. And when they use animals in these stories, in these books, if you don't know the nature of these animals that they're talking about, you're going to miss out. You're never going to get it like somebody that really know the animals. Adam, beloved, knew the animals. Do you know the animals? So much so that he named them. He studied the animals, beloved. He knew his planet. He knew his woman. The most powerful thing I think is so profound when you look at that Adam and Eve story, right? When their maker put them out of that garden of Eden, right? There's not a part in the story where the woman says, I don't want to leave Eden. I want to stay here with you and just put Adam out. I'm going to stay behind with you. That's not the part of the story, beloved. (laughs) When that maker and that man Had what they had, and that maker, that designer, put him out. Adam put Adam out his first estate. That woman ain't fight behind the state. She went with that man, beloved. So now you have the relationship with the man and woman. We're talking about Adam still, right? The relationship with the man and woman, and that man, the first man of Eden, Adam, had a thorough knowledge, beloved. Of his planet, which includes the animals, the plants, the vegetables, and the fruits. That was a powerful man. I'm submitting to you, beloved, that there's an open enemy that is in our midst that's trying to take our mind and knowledge off the animals, off the planets, off the vegetables, off the fruits, so we can look to him. And why? 
we're looking to him he's showing us the sky and while we're looking at the sky he is turning around and studying everything in the land that belong to us the indigenous people of the planet now we don't know nothing about the land now. and when you do not know nothing about the land you always going to be a slave to the person that do so much so that he's pumping our people with artificial food Adam with the knowledge of two seeds one that go on the ground one that go on the woman that's a powerful man but you got an open enemy you don't know what go on the ground no more you don't know how to put the seed in the ground you don't even know where to get your seed from and he's challenging you now on sexuality because he's going to take your mind off that planet that gave you that woman He's going to take your mind off the planet that gave you the woman that you love. Or or as it is in your story, she came from your rib in your story. She came from your rib. And you were supposed to properly put that seed in her. He's going to give you transgenderism. It's not going away. The transgender game is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. That's why the LGBT... That whole community, that was just like a, that was a stepping stone to get to where they really wanted to get to. They're trying to do everything that they can to decrease the numbers of black and brown people. That is the real play behind hypertension. Hypertension is always and only going to be prevalent around black and brown people because that is a form of birth control, beloved. What they're not going to tell you, your uncles never ain't going to tell you, when you take them pills, your dick don't even work no more. Everything changed up. And then the minute they get black women on hypertension medicine, they encourage them to no longer have children because they say, you are, you at risk, sis. You're going to be at risk, ma'am. Don't do it. And you do not know what plant of the earth to go into to take and to use to get your Blood pressure at an acceptable rate. You don't know because he, your enemy, didn't took your mind off the planet. It's in the sky. It's in the sky. You don't know the planet. You don't know what to take. There's indigenous people that say there's a plant that you could take to drop that hypertension. I'll let you tell me what the name of the plant is, right? But there's indigenous people that say it's a plant that you could take to drop your hypertension. You don't need no pill, but they're gonna give you the pill. Because they know the pill is going to have an adverse effect against your sexual reproduction organs. They know this, beloved. So if you do the study on hypertension and you follow it around the world, once you see what black people are the most prevalent at, you're going to see hypertension go through the roof. That's why it's Africa, South America, and the United States. Because it's birth control. But somebody else controlling your diet. We don't need a jack-in-the-box in Jamaica. We don't need a McDonald's in Haiti. They're pumping the whole world with processed foods. And they're telling the Jamaicans uh, they can't bring their products to the United States no more. They're trying to give them GMO seeds to use. And if they, they're only going to take products from Jamaica and other islands that have natural foods if they buy the GMO seeds from the United States grow them and send them back but those GMO seeds is tearing up the land and the devils know that 
Once you do your research on the potato, you'll see the whole play on that. You're dealing with nothing but devils. So let's wake up, beloved. I'm going to leave it right there. Let's wake up, beloved. It's time to do our best. It's time to get balance in our lives, beloved. It's, I mean, I'm not saying nobody shouldn't look to the sky and all that. I'm saying it should be some balance, though, beloved. It's, when you look to the sky so much so that you're losing generations because they're trying to make black folks a permanent underclass. Don't you see they're trying to make our people a permanent underclass? It used to be it's cool to be black because black folks is the number two in the wilderness of North America, beloved. Don't you know that? Black folks, number two, we're talking about population-wise. But that devil, that Democrat devil that you love so much, he's opening up those borders to flood in the brown man, which is our firstborn, into this country to knock us out the number two spot to put us in the number three spot. And then he's opening up the back door because he got the front door for the brown man. He got the back door for the yellow man. So that's going to put the black man and woman way down at the bottom as a permanent underclass. And we're going to be the most religious poor folks that the planet have ever seen. Because we know nothing about the planet. It's going to be crazy, beloved. All of our relationships that we would have had as original people, similar to Adam, right? Because technically Adam is the son of God. So just think, though, what Adam knew as an indigenous person to the planet that he was put on. And just think about the relationship with us. And think about the ties that severed. You don't know nothing about the planet, just like Adam knew you you don't know. And now look at the relationship that the black man got with his woman. Man, it's so confrontational. It's unreal. You know what I'm saying? And now the third play is you still going to want pleasure. And if the prison six is the uh, part of me, beloved, but if the prison system didn't make enough of black men homosexuals already, he got a new play coming called transgenderism. And he's going to use the prison system as a as a tester first. He's going to put in the transgenders in there first. And then he's perfecting his wickedness. And when he get it to a certain perfection, he's going to bring it out and put it in the public. And Africa's first, South America's second. And he's going to come back to home base and he's going to push it real hard here. And, uh, if we don't get ourselves together, man, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be an interesting ride for us. He know he don't have the numbers. We're talking about the devil. He know he don't have the numbers. He's not producing as fast, which means that he have to deal with you and slow down your reproduction. So everything is attacked on your reproduction organs or reproductive organs. And um, beloved, I submit to you, that's why hypertension is like it is. That's why he's going to give you the diet that he give you. And that's why transgenderism is coming strong. And he's going to continue to push the pedal on LGBT lifestyle because he's trying to slow down black and brown people reproducing, especially the black man. And I'm going to leave it right there. Right. How about that? Something to consider, beloved. Peace and black power to your family. Oh, man, I tell you, man, we got some work to do, beloved. 
Big Fields is waiting for the wide awoke man to work out. So we're going to have to come out and work him out. Until next time, this is your brother VJ, Real Black Content Forum Podcast. Beloved, I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Or let me ask you something. Does anybody in this room, other than the doctor, I know he knows, know what the harvest is? Does <laughs> anybody know what the harvest is? No. No, it's used in the medical field. It is transplants. That is such a lucrative field that they now have a new death. It's called brain dead. That means that the person is still alive. It means that the person is still alive and they can start removing parts from a living person. Because what most black people don't realize is that when they ask you for donor parts, you cannot die a natural death and they take your parts. It has to be accidental. That's the reason why they want your... Uh, donor card on the back of your driver's license. So if you're killed at the scene, they can start ripping out parts. If you're not killed at the scene, they can start ripping out parts. Okay? Yes. What is called advanced directives. Don't they have some fabulous names? That you'd figure, oh man, that's got to be one of the nicest things that's ever happened to us. Advanced directions. Well, folks, you understand what I'm saying to you? If your name, if you donated parts on your license, go down tomorrow and get rid of it. I'm telling you because it is a, that is a lucrative feeling. And guess who has the best, of all the people in this country, guess who got the best parts to transplant? People of color. People of bad a shape as we in. <laughs> Don't that tell you what shape they're in? <laughs> Better shape is when we got the best parts to transplant. They don't want nothing to do with us until it's time to die, and then they want our parts. Okay? So I'm saying to you, start taking care of yourself. The hospital is not the place. Oh, yeah, if you think I'm kidding, stop by any hospital and see the people in there and see if that's where you want to be. And stop by any of them old folks home and see if that's where you want to be. That ain't where you want to be, folks. It is now and always has been survival of the fittest nothing's changed folks survival is what you do for yourself that's the reason why I've chosen to take care of myself my